Amy Zaderman Seltzer has been near death two times and has beaten the odds to become a pickleball player competing in the nationals. Her story is one of persistence and resilience, and she shares what she's done to get on the court and play. Let's get to the intro to hear from Amy. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I would like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, Amy Zaderman-Seltzer. How are you doing today, Amy? I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you? I am doing wonderful. I had a chance to take my lobster machine to the courts and practice today. Nice day here in Connecticut. So, Anyways, you are somebody who reached out to me. You have got an amazing story. So I do normally like to start off the podcast with a little bit about how you found the game of pickleball and how long ago that was. So I was introduced to pickleball in July of 2021 through my husband. He was a competitive athlete his whole life and I thought it would be fun for us to try a sport together. I, on the other hand, am not a natural athlete and really the most competitive thing I've ever done is really participate in this national spelling bee. So I was already a little apprehensive about playing a sport. And on top of it, I had a full shoulder replacement on my left side, which is my dominant side. So I was coming in playing a new racket sport for the first time with my non-dominant arm. Now, let me ask, why is it that you had a shoulder replacement? So when I was 30 years old, which is, which was October of 2014, I was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic and liver cancer and given about three weeks to live. They told me I only had palliative options and wanted to put me onto hospice. So I I just didn't want my diagnosis to be in vain and I really wasn't ready to die. So I went to every doctor with an expertise in pancreatic oncology that I could find and pleaded my case and basically signed up to be a medical guinea pig and underwent extreme radiation, chemo, and just experimental treatments in general and had many side effects from them as a result. So basically for five and a half years post-diagnosis, I was an invalid. One of the side effects that I had, which was probably the most damaging, was this rare condition called an AVN, which means that the blood supply to my shoulder had gotten cut off and my shoulder joint literally disintegrated. So I had to have a full shoulder replacement in order to have any mobility. Wow, that is an amazing story. And I am so happy to be here talking with you today because from what I understand, at least in terms of family members, when they've had a stage four cancer, you you just that's not something you come back from that. How did you do that? Yeah, well, I'm an extremely stubborn person. No. Actually, so when I was 15, I was hit by a drunk driver and I it was my first mortality moment. I had a left brain got separated and I just had a lot of physical injuries as well. And I 
after I did a lot of the physical healing, I was forced to deal with the emotional healing. So at a very young age, I came to learn a lot of life's most valuable lessons and had a very unique outlook on life and really seized the moment. And it created a lot of unique opportunities for me in my 20s. And so I beat the odds then and I figured that I could beat the odds again. But really, I was just hoping I I wasn't while I never admitted that I wasn't that there wasn't a chance I was going to die. I did just want to take the time that I had and change the course for people diagnosed in the future, because having weeks to live and no options just doesn't work for me. I can imagine. Now, tell me, how was your health? I know you said when you first started to play pickleball, you had just had a shoulder replacement. You started playing with your non-dominant arm. How was kind of the rest of your health when you actually started playing pickleball? It, so I was de- I'm definitely on the mend. I was definitely on the mend, but I was still very weak. I was pretty much bedridden up until after the shoulder replacement and still just getting strength back. I would tire, I mean, so quickly. I just, I hadn't done anything athletic beyond going for a walk and some yoga for so many years. So I also was left with a lot more injuries than just the shoulder replacement I had from that car accident in high school. I had a TBI. So I had a lot of brain damage that I was dealing with on top of like chemo brain and lingering effects there. I have some blind spots. I have neuropathy. I have, I'm missing a disc in my back. I think those are like the main ones, but I still have, I stage four cancer is incurable. So I still live with cancer. I just kind of have reframed what that condition means for me. Now, it sounds like given all you've talked about so far, just getting on the court must've been so challenging when you first started. It definitely was, especially since I'm such a perfectionist, but there was just something. And literally, I mean, I have never done anything with my right hand before. So it was actually a comedy watching me try and hit a ball and do really anything on the court. But there was just something about pickleball that I fell in love with and wanted to play more of. I don't know. I just, it was like an instant spark inside of me. And I was like, I, when I become passionate about something, I put a hundred percent effort into it and pickleball had me. Now at this point, are you playing with your dominant arm or I exclusively play with my right arm? I just, I have pretty limited mobility with my left arm. And so I've actually rewired my brain in the process and switching from your, I know there's a lot of people that have had injuries and switched over for a period of time or whatnot, but having not played any sports before, I didn't even really understand how you distribute your weight through movement. But my footwork was one of the biggest challenges because I, everything was left dominant. So. I had to rewire, rework that in addition to teaching my arm how to hit a ball. 
I'm curious, how did you rewire your brain to be able to play with your non-dominant? Lots and lots of drilling practice. I'd like to say I work harder and smarter than anybody, but I mean, I'm out there every day for four hours drilling and ingraining things into muscle memory and just, I think there will be a point where I can't get much better than, than I do, but I haven't reached that threshold yet. So I just, and I just want to be the best version of myself. So I just am determined to keep working and it's just been a gradual, but kind of amazing process because I'm much sharper. There's, it's, it's, it's like I've opened neural pathways in my brain through for all aspects of my life by playing pickleball. You mentioned that you might spend four hours a day on the court. Is that really mostly drilling? And if so, what are you doing for practice? Well, I mean, it's varied throughout the year that I've played, but I usually will do two hours of drilling with a coach, very targeted on shots and just consistency and accuracy and and get and a lot on footwork and then and then I'll do two hours of rec play with friends and get the love of the game that I always have and you mentioned that you spend a couple hours drilling quite a bit on on footwork are there specific drills to do for footwork or how do you kind of improve that aspect of your game? Well, I had never been drilled on footwork before. Initially, when I started started getting better, I started being able to connect with the ball, I guess. I kind of had to learn how to just move my weight. So I would, with drops and everything, I would just learn how to push it forward using now my right side of my body and everything like that. And now that I'm a bit more advanced, I really work on like a lot of stop and go sort of things, agility, a lot of squatting and side kind of side sliding. And the coach that I'm working with now, I've kind of created this pickleball boot camp for myself before nationals. He actually was a former soccer coach and he had some, he's had some great footwork drills for me. Nice. Now, it sounds like you've improved rapidly, started playing tournaments and going to nationals. Kind of talk about the level that you're at and and where you're hoping to go. Yeah. So honestly, I never, I, my, my goal has always just been to be the best player that I can be, but I, my husband's, competitive. He was my mixed partner and he really wanted to compete in tournaments. So I subscribed and we lost initially, realized we didn't have strategy and figured out some strategy. And then this tournament season, we just kind of, we've had a lot of victories. We've won five golds at five out of our six tournaments. And as it just I kind of like just put out into the universe. I wanted to go to nationals. I got a bid in women or in women's. I got a, I got a lottery bid um, for winning gold at a regional and through players needing 
partners or whatever, I had two people with full beds, one in mixed and one in, in women's asked me to be their partners for the tournament. So I'm super excited about that. It's, I kind of feel like playing pickleball as a whole has just been this miracle dream scenario and it just keeps getting better. And I don't know what to expect or anything. I have no expectations. I'm just super excited about it all. One of the things that you mentioned earlier was that pickleball has impacted other aspects of your life. Can you give me a a couple examples of what you mean by that? I mean, it, so it's honestly just the best for And I am, because I, being on the court, you're present, you're playing a game. It's super social. You're getting all this vitamin D, which everybody's body needs. But I guess, and then I can come home and it makes me a better mom because I'm, I still am present. I've gotten all of the things I needed to get out of my system for the day so that I could focus on my daughter. It, you can work it all out on the court. And then also just the community of friends that I've built from playing this sport. It's incredible. I, there's just something that it attracts so many similar people and my friends range in age from like a few years younger than me to their seventies or eighties. And that's like one of the beauty, the most beautiful things about the sport is that it just, it, brings together so many people that probably would have never crossed paths otherwise. Now, if you wouldn't have started playing pickleball, what would your life be like? How do you think it would be different at this point? I don't think I would have nearly, I mean, I certainly wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have been able to clear the cloudiness of the chemo brain. Like I have, I, definitely wouldn't have as much joy as I have. And I don't know, I feel like it's almost impossible to imagine my life before pickleball, let alone without pickleball. Even if, if I don't play for a few days, I get like grumpy. I mean, it's just such a great source of life for me and energy. I think it is for so many of us. And You talked about you've got the nationals coming up. Do you have other goals that you want to accomplish in in pickleball? Do you want to get to a certain level? I mean, what's kind of, you said you were a perfectionist. So what's kind of out there for you? Well, honestly, like I just, I truly believe that there are like healing properties that come with playing pickleball. I feel like it really helps people deal with mental health issues, which are such a huge problem across the country right now. And I just like, I mentor cancer patients with a lot of my free time. And I started suggesting pickleball as a way of feeling alive again. And I just, I I don't know how it's going to come together, but I want to bridge that gap and like really offer the sport to as many people in need of just, I don't know, of all of the wonderful things it has to offer. I love the fact that you're, no, I was just gonna say, I love the fact that you're 
mentoring other cancer patients. I mean, that's quite a undertaking and it must be just also very emotional too. It's definitely, I mean, it's definitely a lot, but I wish that I had more people that I could talk to who understood what I was going through because cancer is super isolating, especially for the people going through it, but also for their caregivers. And I just, I can hold a lot for other people and it's so much more gratifying to be able to touch somebody's life than to do something for myself. And I mean, I get, and I guess it feeds your soul both ways, but I don't know. I just feel, I honestly feel like I, part of why I'm still alive today is because it, it's my responsibility to do this for others. And have some of the people that you're mentoring taken up pickleball? And they, if so, what do they think? They definitely have. Obviously, people are at different points in their treatment. And so some are more able to play it successfully than others. But I think the general consensus has been, it's been a great way for like, a ga- ga- playing games in general, like it's a great way for families to join together, have some fun, have some laughs and not focus on being sick. Well said. Now, is there anything else that people listening to this Pickleball Fire podcast should know about you and Pickleball? I just, I would say like I am the odds are 100% stacked against me here in being a strong pickleball player. I am unathletic. I'm playing with my non-dominant arm. I am, I'm also not a competitive person by nature. And I have like reached impossible heights just through hard work and focus and really nothing is impossible. And this whole experience has kind of been just more evidence of that. Well said. And your story is very inspiring. There might be some people who want to reach out to you. Definitely. If so, yeah. Where's the best place to get in contact? It's probably easiest to reach me on my social media. My Instagram is at Amy Zaderman Seltzer dot, or I don't even know. I'm so not into social media. It's at Amy Zaderman Seltzer. Should I spell that out? That would be good. A-M-Y-Z-A-T-E-R-M-A-N-S-E-L-T-Z-E-R. And I'm also available at email at a Zaderman, A-Z-A-T-E-R-M-A-N at gmail.com. Awesome. Your story is amazing. I'm so glad you reached out and thank you for being on the Pickleball Fire podcast. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes.